Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR, <clears throat> sorry about that. Eight five five AM digital. Three CR dot org dot au. Right at the um, close in into Southern Hemisphere broadcasting from Melbourne, Australia, um, in the winter solstice. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, where colds um, can happen. I'm Sally Goldner, and thanks for tuning in. And of course, we're not only broadcasting from Melbourne, Australia. We are proudly broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants, and we pay respects to elders, past, present, and emerging. Also like to acknowledge our LGBTIQ original inhabitants, including sister girls and brother boys, for their great contributions to diversity on and around the land. And Out of the Pan is a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender, and in those immortal words, by gosh, it's a packed program today. Um, having a look at a possible generation gap and playing, naturally enough, an appropriate Australian music track to go with it. No prizes for guessing that one if you know your Aussie rock. Um, also have a look at the fabulous UN decision that came out of Australia and well done to trans, trans woman G who um, um, stood up, and I understand has stood up before, to have a long chat about that. Um, also have a look. Next week is the Pride Centre consultation. And so if you're an LGBTI organisation, make sure... You have got an invite to this. If you haven't, get in touch with me via the show and I'll make sure um, if you move quickly that you can get in because it's really important. I want to have a chat about that too. But opened up um, today on the show with the Eagles and take it to the limit. Um, and we're going to take it to the limit, I to say, with a range of issues on the show today. Um, and also if you want to get in touch with the show, yes, we're still on our temporary SMS number of 61. 61- Four five six seven five one two one five. Getting very grumpy with the telco that won't send me the replacement for the previous one. Um, you can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. Um, you can look for me um, on Facebook, um, Sally Goldner, and you can do the old-fashioned thing. Well, it seems like it's very two thousand and ten, doesn't it? To email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. And yes, opened up with the Eagles. Take it to the limit. Um, well, they're going beyond limits. They thought they were never going to play again, but it seems um, nothing to do with anything queer. But they have um, decided to tour again, and um, Glenn Fry's son is going to be doing some of the guitar work, um, um, Deacon Fry. So there's something for you. Um, they could they could be back. But, um, well, take it to the limit. That happened during the week, and it's not going to happen one more time. I think it's impossible, as much as I'd love to talk about more positive things and things that have relevance to the queer community, not to talk about um, a certain television show and a certain person they're on. I'm, as you can hear, I'm even reluctant to mention the names, but I suppose <clears throat> it's obvious enough, the footy show and Sam Newman. I mean, you know, it's hard not to, you know, it's hard to remain calm on this and all the rest of it. 
But um, for those who haven't heard, um, in what was, um, there was a segment on the footy show where there was a photoshopped picture of Caitlyn Jenner on a banner and Sam Newman goes, I can't even bring myself to repeat the language, but we'll just say misgendered in a very bad way in terms of pronouns and really quite appalling. Um, I have to say that if there's been any comfort out of this situation, um, credit where it is due to um, the overwhelming response, um, um, you know, to um, to this. There has been overwhelming condemnation from a whole range of sources, including, you know, so many from the football world, um, the sister who talked about how difficult it was for her gay brother to come out. Yes, not trans, but still obviously, you know, very parallel. Um, you know, the well done to the Saints and Matt Innes, and it seems Georgie Stone, trans um, youth person extraordinaire, is a, um, um, you know, a Saints supporter. Um, it turns out that um, a member of BioAlliance's committee is, and there's been a Fabulous bit of networking going on, so football can do good things. Um, seriously, also this, um, the Swans, who are the co-host of the next Pride game in July this time this year in Sydney. So all you queer footy fans in Sydney, off you go. Um, and, um, you know, others, um, a, a Geelong player, Patrick Dangerfield, has slammed Sam Newman, who used to play for Geelong. So, you know, I think that's, if there has been a little bit of something we can take heart from, <coughs> is no, that wasn't a cover up for an eight letter word uh, that describes um, the behaviour of, Sam, of um, uh, Sam Newman. Um, it was a genuine sneeze. We are at the equinox here in Mel- um, the solstice here in Melbourne, and it's the winter one. Anyway, seriously. Um, so the response has just been mega enormous. Um, and I think that's something that it just shows enough is enough. And I think probably coming on top of um, the Margaret Court stuff, which you know, it was interesting, there was all the debate, oh, she's got a right to an opinion on marriage, and no one talked about trans. Well, you know, the thing is, um, no one mentioned that her were about the people. Her comments about trans were about the people involved. Now, that's getting close. In my opinion, for the three states and territories of Australia that have anti-vilification laws, her comments were vilification um, and really need to be called out as such. So um, we need... Um, to have so thank you to all the allies who stood up that's huge and well the impossible happened yours truly was contacted by news.com for an opinion piece so i've let that rip there um you know it just sort of sort of says well the limit has been reached in the words of randy meissner and the eagles or i didn't couldn't find my recording of diana ross's enough is enough otherwise i would have gone with that one and got us dancing for a good reason but um, the response is huge um, interesting that there was a column in yesterday's Hun by John Ralph saying the AFL should take the lead. Well, yes, allyship is good, but it needs to be done with trans and gender diverse people. And um, I hope that will happen. So, you know, it's been a, obviously a tough week for many trans people, but the sense of just, hey, line in the sand time is enough. For those, if there are some critics out there saying, you know, Sam Newman was shut down, I think something needs to be made very, very clear here. Um, Trans community did not shut down Sam Newman. The wider community did not shut down Sam Newman. The football community did not shut down Sam Newman. Sam Newman shut down Sam Newman. And he did apologise 
for what that's worth. But I think given the amount of apologies he's done before and then he behaves in the same way, and it doesn't matter whether it's about women in general or trans people, it's still the same bad behaviour. And that leads to a second point. You know, let's look at the details of what happened. You know, a premeditated slide uh, photoshopped with Caitlyn Jenner on it um, and then some transphobic comments. Now, didn't that happen on the Today Show about... um, when was it, um, 11 months ago, last July, with Carl Stefanovic? Yes, Carl Stefanovic apologised and did it well. And But the thing is, if the Nine Network keeps doing the same thing, it has to be asked, why does it keep happening? Why isn't someone high, high up in programming and management doing good governance and good risk management and stopping it from happening again? So it better not happen again. Um, and frankly, I am not a lawyer, but is Channel 9 leaving itself open to some sort of legal action, particularly in the three states and territories with anti-vilification laws. But even in terms of anti-discrimination, it's not like the footy show's about political comment or anything like that. It can't really come under the areas of, um, you know, does it come under the areas that are exe- more exempt in terms of freedom of speech? It's obvious. Um, Durr, it's not academic. It's not really journalism. It's not parliamentary privilege. It's not judiciary. Is it artistic? can't really call it that either. Is it provision of goods and services in terms of providing a television show? And yes, some cynics will say that's dubious, but um, that it is a, um, you know, providing a service. Some would say it's providing a disservice. Um, it has to be asked. Now, I'm not going to say whether the footy show should end. I really don't care. And to be honest, um, I just want LGBTI people and families to be able to live our, our lives in equally and equitably and peacefully rather than listen to this sort of nonsense. So Sam Newman shut down Sam Newman, but if Channel 9 had better be careful, otherwise it, for a different reason, it might go the same way as Channel 10 and be down the gurgler. All right, so if you want to make sure that you keep um, independent media on the air where these issues get raised, well, I've got to say a huge thank you. Um, we were only about, um, in terms of 3CR Out of the Pan's Radiothon show, we are only just over halfway last week. We're pretty much, um, well, three quarters or so. We have a target of 1,350 in at last count, thanks to the Fab Loretta um, keeping us organised here at 3CR. Friday afternoon, I found out we're at 10,90,090. So we've got another $260 to go, according to my in-head calculator. And so if you get it in by 5pm Friday, you get a tax deduction. Cop that ScoMo. Please support the show. Help it get um, to its target as part of 3CR's overall target and we can make sure that hard-hitting, independent, non-compromised media without the need to consider commercial considerations can keep speaking for queer people. All right, um, so there it is. Let's put that one behind us. And, well, got an interesting topic after the gap, after the break, and, well, there'll be a gap in me talking um, while you hear from the Huda Gurus talking about a gap. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. For progressive people around the world, it's been a hard start to the year. Trump is rolling out his racist agenda, inspiring increased racial, religious and gender-based hatred across the globe. It really is time to rally together to fight for a better world. There is power in numbers and there is power in independent, community-run media. Join the swelling number of people fighting back by becoming a member of your radical activist radio station. 
Show us your love and subscribe to 3CR. Call us on 9419 8377 or pay online 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. your support for a 3CR program during Radiothon? Well, you can call us on 9419 8377 or visit our website 3cr.org.au. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to Post Office Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. And be sure to tell us which program you would like your donation to go to. And thank you for being part of 3CR's Radiothon. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU and on demand out of the pan with Sally. Thanks for your company, whether you're listening live on a Sunday afternoon or by any of all of those means. Remember you could be listening to the repeat at five AM Wednesday. Hello to all the early risers and shift workers coming home who do that. Um but whether you're listening, as I say, by any means, any time, um Thank you for tuning in. Uh, And of course, we welcome listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Um, So um, um, we want to talk about something that comes back to the trans and gender diverse community in in terms of all genders. Um, On, I want to say, we, I should say, I. I'm, I'm not a royal. Not even a chocolate royal, and I'd eat myself anyway. Seriously, um, the generation gap from, and that one was from the Hoodoo Guru's Electric Soup, the singles collection, um, and they also had a companion album of B-sides with the wonderful name Gorilla Biscuit at the time. Hmm, I'm, I'm getting very hungry. And of course, remember to don to donut. No, that's donate to History CR or 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 um, become a, a subscriber. It really doesn't matter. It all supports us. Um, I'm, anyway, let's get off the food. Um, wanted to play. I played the generation gap for a reason because something's come up a few times this year, which has just left me a little concerned. And wanted to talk about this. And um, there does seem to be times, and I'm not saying totally for a, for a nanosecond, a little bit of a generation going gap going on within the trans and gender diverse community. And it is about everyone's favourite after dinner, before dinner, during dinner, and topic. And that's. Um, the situation um, regarding terminology, labels, definitions. Um, and this came up in terms of context in the last couple of weeks where um, long-time advocate um, Ricky Wilkins in the US introduced, um, introduced I will say, themselves as transsexual and was immediately lambasted on by some younger trans and gender diverse people in the audience at this university Ricky was at, saying, you can't use that. Now, hang on a second. You know, I totally, first of all, I acknowledge that, you know, there are shortcomings with the word transsexual. It's a somewhat medicalized term, all that sort of thing. But for a lot of older, and I, as I use the term middle cohort people, um, it's the only term that some of them had. Just so it's clear, I use trans woman. Doesn't affect, this debate doesn't affect me personally at all. 
But to say you can't use a term, if you've used it, let's say you came out, the average age coming out 20 years ago, as I saw it, was about 30. And you've now used that, well, you know, um, let's say you are someone born in, say, 1950 even. Um, so you've used that term for 35 years. It's given you a sense of emotional connection and a sense of positivity. And someone says, no, can't use it anymore. What are you going to do? You know, you've got to pick a new term because someone else says, no, I can't buy into that. I think there's a bit of twisting going on in the debate. There are some young people who are saying, oh, the oldies dictate. Now, yes, there's a lot of youth phobia in our society. I'd be the first to acknowledge that. You only have to look at the ridiculous beat-up on crime gangs to see that going beyond LGBTI for a second. How many times, you know, do we hear, you know, young people in crime? Um, you know, um, well, you know, to me, there's an issue here. Why don't we go after crime lords? How many young people do you see with McMansions and Rolls Royces? Not too many crime lords you do. Sorry to be a generation gap, but I'll quote Bob Dylan. All the criminals in their coats and their ties are drinking martinis and watching the sunrise. So, yes, there is youth phobia. But turning it around and making it elder phobia isn't the answer. What is the answer? Please let's just listen to each other and communicate and come up with a win-win solution. As an educator, we try to give a broad brushstroke term for each of LGBTI and then say, you know, there can be various terms with the, under each of those five letters. Um, and if we're doing, and, and I should say LGBTIQ, where that comes into it. And, you know, I know people want nice, neat boxes. There ain't any because we're all humans. And as I often say, there's either, there's really seven billion boxes of one person or one box of seven billion can't really do it any other way and so we say things like look transsexual is fading and probably rapidly in terms of new usage but you can't not let someone use it to be even more um, thought-provoking I have a friend who does use the term tranny they to you know regardless of where they fall under um, and they do to my mind come under trans and gender diverse in that their gender expression probably differs from what society would expect given how the person was assigned at birth can't tell them they can't use it. So we're going to have to, um, you know, work this out. I've got the coffee here. You get some whatever you need and we'll sit down and work through it. Seriously, let's just communicate, um, communicate, communicate, communicate. Borrow, borrow from another community, the polyamorous community. Um, Polyvix meeting is actually on tonight. That was totally unplanned, people of all genders. Spontaneity. We heard um, also in one of the messages, got to mention about how um, Donald Trump has made the start of 2017 very difficult for progressive people and got to send a big woohoo and all sorts of good karma. Well, just down the road from here because, um, and that is the um, campaign against racism and fascism, um, have a um, demonstration at the Melbourne Museum. So there's fossils possibly inside um, with, um, um, well, dinosaurs. I've got to come back to that and also some fossils on the outside in the opposing United Patriots front and friends. Um, pretty fossilised attitudes, obviously, in line with Sam Newman. But seriously, please stay safe down there. Those um, UPF people can be dodgy at times. And mentioning dinosaurs, thank you to Melina for emailing in, first of all. Yes, I'm not the only person who still uses email. I feel better now. Um, whose subject header was your article in the Herald Sun was brilliant. Thank you. And then Melina goes on to say, it's all about generating ratings for a commercial media that's full of dinosaurs. Keep up the great work. Well, maybe dinosaur lovers uh, might um, find that offensive. I, I say with gr great tongue in cheek, but seriously, Melina, you're pretty right. 
when we have these institutions of power, parliament, um, you know, to some extent, um, commercial media, you know, judges and tribunal members, those sorts of things. I heard a very, just talking judges, I heard a very disturbing story um, that I want to follow up on about a family court judge and their attitude to trans young people and young people in general, to be fair, um, you know, um, you know, sort of that young people sort of can't think for themselves and parents have to take away the issue of Gillick competency, um, some very possibly dubious practice. Now, I know the long-term aim is to get stage two of um, treatment for young trans and gender diverse people out of the family court, that is the so-called irreversible or adult hormones. I don't like saying cross-sex because I think that's too binary myself. But, um, you know, um, in the short term, this does seem, if this, you know, if I can get some verification of this, I'm going to let this rip because this isn't simply not on. Um, so, yeah, um, um, we've got to work on that as well. But yes, um, I'm, you know, in the recent British election, you know, did seem to be a division on age. I did hear, I don't know how current this still is, that about late 2000s in Australia, the only age cohorts that the coalition had a majority in were 55 to 65 and 65 plus. I don't know if that's shifted um, over the last few years, if there's any, I can never say the word, sousophologists. See, I probably couldn't say it then. People who analyse electoral results um, give me a call. But yeah, we do seem to have this and how we're going to bridge that gap in wider society when people are not willing to let go of their power and use excuses like, I've got my individual freedom to say what I want. Um, Houston, we have an issue. All right, I want to talk in the next segment about the fabulous um, UN ruling um, and marriage and, well, often relationships of all sorts, marriage, um, domestic partnerships, anything well, in the words of Paul Kelly from Words and Music, it started with a kiss. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with... 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Um, we just heard from Paul Kelly because we can on 3CR, um, uh, because he's brilliant and he's the man. And he's got a new album coming out. Um, you can get it, um, pre-order it now and or get it in stores in about early August. Um, and yours truly has done it. Uh, but that was from Words and Music um, from, I think, 1998, and it started with a kiss. Um, well, lots of relationships, um, romantic relationships do, because... And one such one would have been the one of G, a trans woman in New South Wales who's done lots, just done lots of good stuff for trans people around the world. Um, and G went all the way to um, the United Nations, um, to one of their courts of appeal, because G is a New South Wales trans woman, so a signed male at birth, first marker on a birth certificate male, can't change it. Because of New South Wales, of Australia's eight states and territories, only two have fixed the problem of forced divorce, as it's colloquially called. Why can't I say the word colloquially? I just did. Anyway, uh, seriously, um, the ACT, um, one territory in South Australia, have, and of course the world hasn't come to an end and it was all clean and legal, as they say, um, and what this, happen- what, what this means is we're a trans person, and it could be, of course... Um, um, let's sorry. Let's take a step back. Um, go back 
to um, the current marriage law, at the time of the marriage, um, one person has to have and an M on the birth certificate, one and F, because we have what is, in day-to-day terms, called heterosexual marriage. Um, so um, that's all very well. You can get married if in that way. What happens if one of the partners is a trans or gender diverse person, wants, needs to go down the path, which we, of course, need to do as trans and gender diverse people, and, um, you know, th- but the other partner says... Well, I don't see a problem with that. I, I love you, the person, or whatever. I'm going to stay with you. Well, apart from uh, ACT in South Australia, the other six states and territories, including now New South Wales, insist on people being divorced because you can't have a, a marriage other than male or female. You can't have a same-sex marriage, two M's or two F's, or for a few people in the ACT, um, trans and gender diverse, and possibly some intersex people around the country who have something other than male or female on their birth certificate and can't marry at all at the moment. So, G and trans woman in New South Wales, who I'm beginning to get an idea who she is, but I won't say until I'm 100% sure. I know she's a great um, striver for rights, has decided to take this all the way to the UN. And on the 15th of June, a ruling was published by um, the United Nations Human Rights Committee that this breaches some UN um, basics, the right to privacy by N having um, to out herself as a woman, it does that. Um, So um, also, you know, the fact that she can get a passport and have a Medicare card as female, well, what's the the hassle schmassle, you could say? Um, You know, privacy refers to, um, as this um, ruling says, it's available um, on the net quite publicly, refers to the sphere of a person's life in which, well, it says he or she here, um, can freely express his or her identity, be it, be, be it by entering into relationships with others or alone. So clearly um, that, um, and, you know, it then goes on to say that it is the established jurisprudence of this committee and undisputed by the party, this includes protection of a person's identity such as their gender identity. So um, there's just one part of the um, UN um, treaties that are being breached. So um, a big issue there. And so well done to G first and foremost. I mean, I imagine it's not easy to do this. Um, you know, it's a long process. It's drawn out. It must um, take a lot of patience. And whilst I don't take um, stock in um, TV law shows, they're not everything. I imagine you've got lawyers at times on the other side who really don't give a damn about your life, who are damn unsensitive insensitive and unsensitive and totally not sensitive and any other grammatical, <coughs> excuse me, variation thereon. Um, so well done to G for taking it on. Well done to G for winning. <coughs> Sorry, um, winter solstice cold, strike again. Um, so a really great piece of work um, for G to do. Well done also to um, DLA Piper Australia, who represented G and know their onions, as they say. So that's a pretty cool thing. Of course, this doesn't just touch Australia, it's a UN ruling and therefore every uh, member of the UN, which as far as I'm aware is every nation in the world, apart from Prince Tom of Rainbow Creek, which perhaps isn't quite recognised, has to take account of this. Now, the sobering part, sadly, is whether um, our governments, federal and the remaining six states and territories will. I've got to acknowledge that, of course, the Victorian government tried to do something last year um, and was impeded by the upper house, which was a tie um, with some pretty um, horrendous transphobia going on there. Um, So, yeah, 
Um, let's hope they do do something about it. It really just shows that, um, you know, we can't, this marriage debate, just hashtag get it done, seriously, um, because it's issues like this. Now, getting federal marriage equality, so we, let's say it's been between people regardless of a marker on a birth certificate, which is a way of covering all of LGBTI, there still would be these state and territory laws just to unwind, but it'd be pretty damn petty if they were left there um, and afterwards. Um, but I'm also not a lawyer, but if in Australia federal law overrides state where there's an inconsistency and the marriage law changed, those state and territory laws would pro- that are remaining would probably be annulled. So a big win, um, yeah, and love is love, you know, regardless of your gender, your body, your sexual orientation. You know, if it comes back to consent, appropriate age, not related, you know, basics, you know, we've just got to end this um, discrimination and get the rights back that were ours in the first place. Um, so um, let's um, make sure we get on and do that and get all the other things done as well. All right, um, let's have a listen to some di- music, uh, musical diversity, um, music of all three kinds, country, western and non-binary location, That has relevance. Tell you why when we come back and talk about the Pride Centre after we hear from Earl Scruggs. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally. Where You're Meant to Be, a film benefit for 3CR Radiothon, put on by the Sewer Show crew. Singer Aidan Moffat and friends travel Scotland, drinking in the roots of all folk tunes, featuring older balladeer Sheila Stewart. Showing upstairs at 3CR at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy. On Friday the 30th of June at 7pm sharp. Popcorn supplied. $10, $5 concession. All welcome. Listen to Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm to 2am for classic country artists like Hank Williams, Moo Mullican, Lefty Vizelle, Hank Snow and many more. Remember, Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11pm only on 3CR. And do it all Absolutely keeping that hillbilly feeling going um, all around the dial on 3CR, uh, all around the time slots. Um, yeah, tune in, uh, get that dose of those classics. Um, we just heard from, well, probably someone who you could most likely hear on Hillbilly Fever, Earl Scruggs, and that was from a compilation called The Essential Earl Scruggs, and it, the Nashville skyline rang from his um, era with um, the... Um, the, sorry, with the Earl um, Scruggs Review. Um, um, no, sorry, that was with, I beg your pardon, um, that was actually with Lester Platt and the Foggy Mountain Boys. But there's lots of all the, the genres of Earl Scruggs is on this compilation with Bill Munro, Lester Flat, the Foggy Mountain Boys, and also a track with one of my favourite songwriters of all time, Tom T. Hall, A Song of the South. Anyway. Um, played some country music. Originally, I was going to say apropos of nothing. Then I realised that um, 
I wanted to talk about this, and sorry, I've just had the wrong microphone on. It's one of those days. Um, hit the hitting a couple of wrong buttons, but not enough coffee. Um, I wanted to talk about um, the Pride Centre because there's a consultation on for community groups next week, and I think it's really important that as many um, organisations as possible are represented in this. Um, you know, Pete, there's a lot of tendency in our communities, you know, because we face so much negativity that when we do get something good to just take it and not think, well, could it be better? Um, as an example, for many years, the Also Foundation used to go, rah, rah, we were the first um, LGBTI organisation, but what have you done since? Or Joy would say, we're the first 24-hour gay and lesbian radio station, and then there were some shenanigans going on. And so we tend to sometimes forget about the quality and just grab at everything. And to some extent, there, I've heard plenty of talk around the community about the Pride Centre. Um, you know, one issue, for example, location. It's all very well to have it on the route for Pride March um, every year. That's three hours a year. That leaves 364 days and 21 hours. It's in a pretty dark area. It's an area that can be considered dangerous. Has that been considered for people who may be more at risk if they're going to be using the Pride Centre and going home late at night? Now, there's one issue. So there is a bit of concern about this. So if you are, uh, I'm not going to go through all the others because I don't want to telegraph punches, so to speak. I'll talk about this on the show next week, um, you know, and some of the things that may be of concern after this consultation, which is next Saturday morning in Port Melbourne. If you're from a small one, particularly one of the smaller LGBTI organisations and haven't received an invite, either contact me or contact Department of Premier and Cabinet and try to get one or two reps along. I know there's going to be a fair um, gaggle of trans people there. Um, I'm going along with my Bi Alliance hat um, to make sure a bee buzzes in, but it's really important that um, people um, have a chance to be heard before this goes further because I can't speak you know, from every perspective. Um, of course, I only know what I know sort of thing, and I think it's really important that this gets sorted out. Um, it seems that so far most of the consultations been done with the proverbial big players and they cannot claim to represent um, everyone and know everything and sometimes they get it wrong. I've got to say I was at a presentation recently where one of the big players presented on LGBTI and referred to intersex in the context of gender, which intersex is about body. Um, it worries me that people are getting wrong information and we're not getting a representative sample of information at times. Um, should point out that, of course, we have a right to difference of opinion in our communities. Um, you know, heterosexuals and cisgender people and body expected people don't agree on everything, so why should we? It's how we disagree and how we resolve our differences, which is the issue. And no one's perfect on that, so we just need to make sure that we're not subject to sneaky internalised prejudice that's thrust on us. Yeah, people don't agree on everything, so we don't have to listen to you. No, we don't agree, but um, we have, dare I say, we have a right to our opinion. So um, lots of things coming up in the community um, for trans men. Um, that's, now, see, I don't know everything about trans men. I'm not a trans man. Uh, obviously, there's commonalities in areas like birth certificates where you know unnecessary surgeries are forced on people um, both assigned female at birth and assigned male, for example. But, um, you know, um, really got to, um, um, obviously, I don't know the issues that might, you know, the real-life experience of putting more testosterone in my body. I wanted mine out. Those sorts of things. Um, so if you're a trans man, a good place maybe to discuss these issues is the shed, um, formerly known as FTM Shed. 
um, which is on at 3 o'clock this afternoon, um, contact transshedboys.com, their website. Um, for poly people, well mentioned it earlier, we'll mention it again because we can't be abundant enough if you're talking poly. The Polyvic Social is on at the Terminus um, this afternoon from around 5.30. Be there or be a, a rhombus or something. Um, for bi people, a bee will buzz in this week um, at the Great Northern, the bi discussion group um, in the dining room, or as it's nicknamed, the Velvet Dog Room, um, um, on, on the corner there of um, Pigden and Rathdown Streets. Um, get Suns be there 7.15 for 7.30, but there's usually a few of us there earlier um, getting into the pub grub and having a, a, an ale for what ails us, perhaps. Um, the last stanza... <laughs> Bent TV, the last one, it is um, 10 o'clock this Friday night and then Channel 31 finishes up. A sad era in community television, um, or sad ending of an era in community television. I mean, I had my ups and downs due to some management issues within Bent TV, but um, Bent TV and Channel 31 have no doubt made a lot of difference to a lot of people, um, in particular the... um, um, these um, long series on trans people a few years ago, which was quite fantastic. Um, episodes are on the web, of course. I don't know. Um, you know what's going to happen to the frequency. Um, you know, be given to some you know home shopping show or something on um, digital TV and cable TV. Nah, sorry, got enough of those as it is. And then next Saturday, Gender Queer Australia is on. So um, lots happening um, throughout the week. Um, Also, yours truly will be on the Law Report on ABC Radio National, 5.30 Tuesday, Australian Eastern. So um, park your peepers and ears onto that one. Um, Once again, though, got to mention, um, please support uh, Radiothon. Yes, I'd love you to get um, out of the pan over the target line, so to speak. Um, As I said, $1,090, we need to get to $1,350, so doesn't matter, I don't care what it is, donations of $2 or more are tax deductible in my best commercial media voice that I'll never get to use on commercial media. Um, so, but please, seriously, any amount, just keep us moving towards that target and support all the shows. Um, that would be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. All right, I'd better make way for Freedom of Species. Um, coming in next, talking all things animale, animal advocacy and all that sort of stuff, as only they know in great depth. Um, and, of course, um, um, in Psychedelia at 2pm and Queering the Air at 3. So make sure you stay tuned to 3CR if you are listening live on a um, Sunday. And, of course, catch the show on this show on podcast Um and I'll go and put my fingers to doing that. Um, so it'll get up there. It usually gets up there, I should add, within the hour on a Sunday afternoon. Take it out today. Well, um, it does seem like there's a bit of it going on, but, um, well, some more country music, played country music, because, as I say, um, country people will need some services um, in regional Victoria as um, well. So um, um, and it's interesting that the Pride Centre will be administering some sort of connection, not the existing organisations. bit um, thought-provoking there. Hmm. Anyway, questions to be answered, uncertainty. Take it out with Graham Connors and a track that was uh, originally on the Delicate Balance album has been on a couple of compilations these uncertain times. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch ya next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.